What up, y'all? This Happy Money Podcast. This is your boy Ryan. I'm Tom. And this is Manny. Hi. He's our uh, guest today. He's going to be speaking to us. He's taking a couple couple classes where he's got some questions about uh, about some actually life questions. Some re- some about refugees, different stuff like that. Yeah. So we're going to be speaking a lot on refugees for the first half of this. It's going to be more about basically taking the narrative that's pushed by mainstream media as refugees and what you consider a refugee and what CNN considers a refugee and how they're able to take that particular disposition on that word alone. And what, take refugee? A, yeah. Because the way that CNN looks at a refugee and the way that you and I look at a refugee are two completely different things. But when CNN tells you refugee and you hear refugee, you think of the way you think of refugees, not the way CNN thinks of refugees. That's so, true. So tell I don't us, understand that. Tell us a little bit what what you're learning from, from this video that you were watching. Alright, so we were watching a video and um, it was just different, you know, videos of refugees filming themselves on their journey out of their country to a new better life in a different country yeah and it was it was a CNN video yeah it was on the CNN and website yeah and it was basically it was more directed towards Syrian refugees I would say so yeah and see that's my biggest problem with the mainstream media that's that's I think America's biggest problem with the mainstream media right now and why they're the so Syrian completely media. distrusted is because they take somebody's film, somebody in their film calls himself a Syrian refugee, and then shows their their hardship getting to a country that's got more, that's, that's not, not completely fucking war-torn, you know. But this doesn't necessarily mean that this is a Syrian refugee coming from a war-torn area, okay? This could be an Islamic extremist coming from an area where they can no longer spread Islam because you got to think of the way that Islamic extremists like a Wahhabist or somebody thinks if their area is an area where they can't push their radical thoughts of Islam on on, uh, the people around them that to them is considered refuge Okay, the only time that an Islamic extremist is not in refuge is when they're either in the house of Allah or hmm. the house of war. Okay, the house of Allah is their home and their church. The house of war is everything outside their home and their church. If there's nobody to push war on outside the house of Allah, then they're not able to be in either the house of Allah or the house of war. And therefore, they're a refugee. I keep hearing a snake too. <laughs> are we sure that's not the snake? I started from the bottom. Started from, yes. <laughs> from the bottom. Now we're here. Heavy Money Podcast. What up? Woo! Woo! Your boy Ryan Flowers. And your boy Tom. And your boy. Many. Many. Uh. <laughs> what are we talking about, Minnie? 
Are we talking about refugees, specifically Syrian oh, refugees? You said that with a little too much. Too much emphasis. We're talking about refugees. refugees. We're talking about them refugees in this bitch. We're talking about refugees. Hashtag free Kekstan. Praise Kek. Praise Kek. Praise Kek. Pepe. Where are you? Come back. Pepe. This is brought to you by Harambe Productions. Fuck Harambe. Hell yeah. Oh, no, no. Harambe's our mascot, Holly. <laughs> we love him. He I, thought, so I thought we were in Kazakhstan. Not freedom no, of speech. Kazakhstan, not Kazakhstan. Freedom of meaning. Kazakhstan is actually a real place. <laughs> Swear to God. It really is. It's up there by like Turkey and Hungary. It's like north of Afghanistan. Well, then I guess I am a horrible person. They've got great fucking opium dens. We should go. (laughs) (laughs) They got got great opium. Oh my god, the whores. The food sucks. The food sucks. But don't go there for the fast food. The opium and the whores. Oh my god. Oh my Allah. Oh my Allah. (laughs) It's a fucking Muslim place. I guess that's. They're hey. hey, let's get back to all our discussion. What is our discussion? All right, we're talking about a video I watched in my uh, college level class. It's a uh, uh, about you know refugees, mm. Syrian refugees in general. Okay. Yeah, Syrian refugees in general, you say? Yes, sir. And what was this video produced by? Uh, CNN, the Clinton News Network. Gay <laughs> frogs! Oh, they're frogs in the water and the oh, frogs. We just got pee peed all over. <laughs> Holy fuck! I, I got the shit trolled out of me. We didn't just get trolled, we just got pulled, bro. Oh, we got, we got pole trolled. We got pole trolled. <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> We just got you asshole. In, 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 I hope in, to God Mima Reddick's real. In, I hope this isn't real. This is a dream. But in Mima Reddick's Mima, we just got ass fucked on our own podcast. <laughs> by someone, I, uh, by someone who goes by the fucking name Minnie. That is your real name, Minnie. <laughs> Minnie. Minnie Cooper. Minnie Busa. <laughs> I want to build a fucking. Boost a card so bad. <laughs> I have a fucking Austin Mini. All I'm thinking is Mini Pusa. Mini Pusa? I've had a couple Mini Pusas in my life. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. They were above. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> okay, get back to asking the question. Yeah, uh, <laughs> back to the questions. So, the question is first and foremost, how in the fuck I get this goddamn lighter to work, bro? I'm not do it. Oh my god, there's fluid in it. The fluid's there. I feel so goddamn white right now. I, I feel so goddamn <laughs> white right now. Oh. oh. Syrian refugees. God yes, sir. Let me set a fucking cigarette so I can light mine off of it. Let me let me let me piggyback you. Oh, Jesus Christ. Hey, no hey. human centipede. Hey. No hey. Hashtag hey. free kick. <laughs> free kick. If you're not a Kekistani, fuck your religion. <laughs> so, so the the uh, the video you watched though, yeah, it showed the refugees. Was it like their hardship going from like? It was a documentary of how of where they started and where they ended. Where they start? 
they started in Syria. Did they have any proof on film of that? Yes, it showed footage of their countries being blown up. So well, that could be okay. We'll any, come, we'll, any we'll come state. Back. We'll, we'll say, we'll we'll say they're not their that. country, their their city or their wherever ordinance. They, their ordinance of where they live. We'll come back to that. Where they end up? They ended up in Europe, Germany. You know those the countries. European Union. Yeah. Okay. There's two things about that. This was a CNN film, right? Yes, sir. Okay. This was yes, saying. sir. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Makes me feel a little salt and pepper in the beer. <laughs> this is my thing with CNN, right? All right. Fuck CNN. Their idea of refugee and our idea of refugee are yeah. two different ideas. That's that's basically. I, I know I said it before. Yeah. That's basically what it boils down to. Okay, so let's say you're watching a video of a guy saying, "This is my country. This is Syria." This is how it's being treated, and they show a bunch of gunfire and shit blowing up. But you don't really know what side of the story that guy in particular is on, okay? And you don't know if he is native to Syria. He could have come from Lebanon, or he could have come from Jordan, or he could have come from Iran. Or not Iran, but like Iraq, possibly Iran, yeah. I guess. Bullshit! Come there. To conquer Syria with the Islamic State, and then the Islamic State told them, "You're on new assignment. You're going to Europe. Find your way in there." So he's sitting behind the bad guys with a fucking camera, saying, "This is it's all that it's 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 propaganda. It's propaganda. It's 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 deceive. What's what what's the saying? I'm 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 I've had I've had a couple beers. Uh, uh it's." Deceive, divert, and with that you get disinformation. Divert, deceive, and disinformation. Basically, it's basically showing you something you you see. I need to grab my charger. I'll be back. Giving you a narrative to believe, so he can gain his own way into whatever it is he needs to get into. My problem is. A lot of the people, yes, that have fled to the European Union are refugees from Syria. But when it comes down to refugees, refugees breaks down to women and children, not all men. Yeah. That's the other thing we got to look at. 90-something percent of all the refugees taken in the European Union were men 18 to 35. Again, literally the not age refugees. the Bible says is fight or not the Bible. Fuck. You the know what the Bible? You know what the Bible their, also their says? Bible, their, their you know what our Bible says? says? Eighteen to thirty-five. If a woman doesn't come into marriage as a virgin and stay a virgin till she the age of thirty, she shall be buried head deep and stoned to death. Christianity. Where does it say that? Because I didn't read that. I didn't read that verse. It's not Corinthians. It's one of the ones that starts with Q. Corinthians doesn't start with Q. No shit, Sherlock. The Quran starts with Q? It's in that one. It's not the Quran. I don't think... But see, that's the thing. Christianity went through a reform. 
where we decided that the way that we were interpreting interpreting these things was, was wrong was much different than the way that we we took so many things on a physical level that could have possibly been metaphor okay a woman so are we <laughs> meditating possibly I don't even know what that means. <laughs> Metaf- uh, you taking metaphors and putting them metaphorically in speaking. If you're talking about Meditating. a woman entering yeah, into no. a marriage, she, you know, it could be saying, you know, a woman should marry into a marriage with the love of her life. Okay, it doesn't have to do with her physical form. This would be this would be devil's advocate. It doesn't have to do with her physical form. It has to do with the, her heart, the virginity of her heart, the first love of her life, the first one that that just. Yeah, the one that she has to stay with for 30 years and, for it to be acknowledged. And we can also look at the Dead Sea Scrolls where must and felt are very, very similar. And so it may not be, you know, that she must be stoned to death, but if she breaks that vow, then it will feel to her like she's being stoned to death because of, you know, like heartbreak and other sh- feelings and shit like that there's there's so many ways to interpret it and we've seen that as Christians that there's so many ways to interpret it and what we basically boiled it down to was luck okay if a person's not hurting another person they, they shouldn't be stoned to death <laughs> like you really gotta do, be doing something bad to somebody in order to be stoned to death you know mm. I mean, from a moral standpoint, from a standpoint of human parameter, like, if you're not hurting me, then there's no valid reason, no justifiable reason for me to stone you to death. You know, if, if, if as long as my life will continue, your life should as well. If you ever oppose a threat to me that says my life won't continue, then it's my obligation to fight back. And that's all physical. That's not a metaphorical thing. That's that's a physical parameter that maintains society as we know it. And really, human nature in it keeps it in a box where we don't go outside the parameters of what we would consider. Any, everything outside of those parameters of social balance would be considered anarchy. You know, and anarchy without human morals and human justifiable reasoning and rationality would be considered animalistic and therefore we are no longer human beings we're animals and we have thrown away this gift that we have been given by God you know that's that's I'm not saying that's right I'm not saying that that's that's the answer I'm saying that's one way it can be established yeah established one way it can be interpreted you know the Quran has not gotten to that point yet. Muslims, Islam has not gotten to that point yet. They still feel like everything they're reading out of their book is to the T physical. If she steps out of the line of marriage, she should be stoned to death. You know, that is, in my opinion, my personal opinion at heart, absolutely fucking wrong. What do you think? What do I think? You 
something. Bitches should be stoned. <laughs> <laughs> they should stay stoned. Chilling. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the only way that makes life happy. <laughs> I don't think that's what they meant. <laughs> it could be. Maybe they're just trying to get a bunch of bitches stoned. Make his life a little easier. <laughs> yeah. But the uh, next I, I, if it came down to it, and that was the reciprocal, like reciprocation from it, I guess you would say. I I I'd stone a bunch of bitches. The, the new, yeah, the new, uh, the yeah. new interpretation. I, in the new interpretation, I may possibly in a uh, in a uh, previous life stoned a bunch of bitches. Oh no, <laughs> fuck that! I, I'd, I'd hit him with the truth. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of that strand before. <laughs> I hit him with the truth. <laughs> hit him with the truth. Hit him with that knowledge. I don't know. Fuck that. I'd have been balls deep. Like hit him with the truth. <laughs> but no, when it comes to refugees, like a lot of the narratives pushing refugees. Refugees are trying to escape war, but it seems like more refugees are trying to escape war the more war is breaking out in Europe, which tells me that all these aren't refugees escaping war because why would you escape war from one country just to create war in a more established country? Domination. You want to bring their government down. Okay, so so then that person wouldn't be a refugee. That would be a colonist. You're trying to dominate. You're trying to colonize. You're trying to take over. You're trying to literally commit an act of terror against an entire nation. And instead of calling it terror, you're calling it refuge. See, that, like, it would be like if I were to bring you into my house. Like, if you were just like, I have nothing left. My whole fucking world just went up in fucking war. And there's nothing for me. And I said, okay, I'll take you under my roof. I'll... I'll fork the bill. I'll make sure you got food on your plate. I'll make sure you've got you've got lights on in your room. I'll make sure you got water. And you came in and you were like, Alright, now time to burn this shithole to the fucking ground. Where's your gasket? <laughs> Where's your gasket? What no longer are you a refugee at that point. You're committing an act of terror against my home. Therefore you're a terrorist. So what the are fuck you, did I are miss? You, you a, lot. a lot, you a lot, dude. I go quick, bro. I'm like a stone. No, I go I'm, quick. Like, no, I'm like a stone skipping across the river, homie. I don't know. I don't know. Let's let's, let's, let's just oh, get us. Oh, we gotta get us out of here. y'all need to get the fun part because I don't know what the fuck. I'm having fun right now. I'm having fun too. We gotta get to the funny part, though. Is what I'm saying. We gotta hurry up, get through the serious stuff, and then we gotta get to the, to the funny stuff. That's See, this is how lighter blows up on you. That's a crap see, how it's mi- see how it's missing the metal part? I use that to smoke my imaginary see? crack. <laughs> yeah. With my lighter that don't fucking work. I'm trying to get it to lighter work. Lighters are not supposed to work all the time. Yeah. Jesus mm-hmm. Christ. We need a lighter. We need... Here, I got you. I'll go grab that torch from upstairs. Torch? Fuck is it? I can't... Yeah, you're gonna have to it. Yep. Yep. Torch it. Torch, torch it, it You're gonna have to tor- torch it up. The torches upstairs. Get that bitch to work. Give us fire. Give us fire, Tom Tom. Fire. You're a boy. Why isn't it working? This fucking piece of shit. I'm not gonna throw it. 
it'll explode. You yeah, that's yours. Throw it. You're going to put a hole through your goddamn wall. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. It's not Tom. Just don't do it. <laughs> I shouldn't have my phone right now. But yeah, so, but if you did that, if you came into my house as a refugee, you burned my house down as a terrorist, CNN would still call you a refugee because they have a narrative to push. Okay? Their narrative says we must, for whatever reason, just have these people's backs no matter what. And then anybody that talks about Muslim extremism, they're, they're an Islamophobe and they don't understand it. <laughs> and you're just talking way out of crazy right now. Oh, yeah. And you're just like, fucking need to stop racist. Yeah. And you're a sexist. Oh no, sexism is another awesome. talk. We need to and, talk about that and, later and, time. And I'm a feminist. Oh my okay. god. I don't know up. if you've heard of this oh thing. My. Whoa. Because you're a fucking man and you like to mansplain shit to people and you like to fucking talk from your fucking brain and your fucking heart and you like to think with your At least I have a heart. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you throw cardboard at me, homie? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Fuck you guys. Can't fucking leave for like 30 seconds without fucking trying to kill each other. I wasn't killing anybody. He was the one doing the killing. Oh, oh thank God. The fuck up. <laughs> you're an Islamophobe? <laughs> yeah, you're scared of Islam. You're scared of Islam, bro. I'm scared of... Oh, okay, let's go there. Let's really fucking go there. You really want to go there? I got a fucking statistic for you. I'm not even a fucking full religion blown on fucking hard on and I'll fuck you sideways. Whoa. What? <laughs> Call me Sally. Oh, dude, I'm gonna grab you by your ear while I put my heel in your fucking mouth while you suck on my toe and I'm gonna tell Whoa. you to suck it. This is child friendly. A oh, fuck no. child friendly. I'm a fucking, I'm a fucking silly when it comes to fucking it romance. Been child friendly for 21 and a half minutes, and we're 22 minutes into this podcast. All right, so we need to get to the serious refugee questioning right now, then we can get to the. Fun, so, fun what story. defines a refugee, and what defines a terrorist? Okay, so what we learned about what defines a refugee is someone who is going through hardships in a war-torn country. Right now, like in this day and age, as their country is being ridden by it. war, Go. like it could be ISIS or it could be another Go. form of war, like you know, America going overseas and taking care of business with other countries, right? So then we could, and then they they could find that, and then they they don't want to be there no more when you know their country is being don't blue- want or can't. Because there's a huge difference right there. Can't. They don't want to be there anymore. They don't want to be in a war-torn country, or they can't survive in a war-torn country. That's a good point. So, for me, it would be they don't want to be in a war-torn country because they can, A, not survive, and B, strive for the better good of their families and for their selves. And for them to be striving for the better good of themselves and for their families, they should become refuge, they should refuge to another country, such as Europe or Germany, where they can find work. Okay. I understand. That's, that's, that's a good, valid point. That's, that's absolutely valid point. Um, 
where do you think the vetting process for Europe to bring refugees in should be? Well, the video that we watched was they had to get their papers, uh, basically a green card. Okay. Saying they could take partake in that country. Okay. Which was very hard for So vetting. So 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 a proper vetting system. Yes. Basically. Okay. Realistically, right now, the way that these refugees, mm-hmm. quote unquote, are coming into Europe is right now all of Europe is run by the European Union. Okay. The European Union has made a mandate to say anybody who gets across the fence, you can't throw them back over. You have to allow them back in. Mm -hmm. So what these people do is they rush the fence 50 to 100 at a time. Anybody who makes it over, you're in. Anybody who doesn't, you get to go again here in a couple hours, and you'll get in. Well... The video that we watched was they were at the border between I forget which countries, but they had to they were stopped by border patrol I guess yeah or the police well yeah it would be be border patrol yeah it's yeah the army it's probably UN because yeah. it's, they're basically the army of the European Union right so now. It, they were stopped by so called UN and then they were told. They weren't allowed in until their borders were open. Yeah. And they were mistreated very poorly at the border because it was very cold outside. You know, children dying from hypothermia hypothermia and and starvation and stuff because they have not eaten for days on end. Oh, shit. UN was treating people badly? That's that's absolutely fucking unhealthy. Oh, look at the UN trying to step in in America. And they were treated very poorly until the borders were what they called open. And when they were open, they fled in until then they got their papers. Yeah. And some people didn't get their papers because this was a very poor system of the way they were handing them out. It is a poor system. They would have a megaphone and a speaker, and they would call out names. Yeah. And whoever said that was them would run up and get their papers. So uh, if you th- really think about it... They're letting anybody in. They're letting anybody Anybody in. who gets there first. Anybody, yeah, because you could, they could call the name Muhammad. 30,000 people would say, <laughs> I'm Muhammad. That, that, that's what I'm getting to next. Somebody could say they could call out Muhammad on their megaphone and somebody could be like, yo, that's me. I need yeah. my papers. Right, so and yeah. my name could be like Yosef or or some some yeah. something like that. Like, yeah. They they don't have a very clear system of handing papers out or yeah. passports or you know what and I mean. Really, what they're doing, if we look at it, they're creating a lot of anger, a lot of turmoil, and a lot of hardship. Yes, with the people who are supposedly supposed to be fleeing war-torn countries. Why would they be doing that? Why wouldn't they find a better way? Why wouldn't they find a better system, you think? A better system of getting out of that country? 
No, no. Why wouldn't the UN find a better way of bringing the right people right. into their country and leaving the bad people out? Honestly, I don't think. I don't think they care enough. I think they 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 just they just don't care. What I think it is is that it's a little deeper than that. It's the UN because right now the European Union is trying to basically take control over Europe. And the best way they can do that is by creating anarchy and disorder. You create chaos and then the only thing that can take over chaos is totalitarian government. So if you have totalitarian if you, if you create if a government wants more control they don't just start setting mandates. Okay? They create a reason to have to start setting more mandates. Yeah. The government doesn't just come in and go, all right, now we're completely in control. They create a reason to say, this is why we need more control. To get the people on board. To get the people say, yeah, this, this has to stop. So if you get a bunch of people at the border, you know, half of them are refugees. Half of them are possibly Islamic extremists. You rile them up and then you let whoever in without it looking like you're just letting whoever in. And then that chaos spreads inside the border. Then the government can come in and go, okay, this is a clusterfuck. We're shutting this whole thing down. We're taking complete control. And the people go, yeah, that's probably a good fucking idea because you're right. This is a clusterfuck. You know, that's what we're seeing. We're seeing Europe get more more destabilized than ever before. Ever before in our lifetimes. Well, okay. yeah, also, if you look at it, the same thing, like I mentioned before when we were talking off the podcast, happened in Germany in World War II when their country was rubble. And they sent out a world invitation saying, come help us build our country back up. And when they did, Sub-Saharan Africa and Northern Africa had come to help build their country up. You know what I mean? Yeah. So... That happened, you know, their economy, economy got stable again, and their country got built back up. So, then, after their economy was stable, and everything was pretty much done, they said, well, you guys can leave now. They didn't leave. Yeah. They, they had had their families there, they had built a life for themselves there. Instead of a country where they were in poverty, you know, wondering where their next meal was going to come from. Yeah. They had come there and built themselves a life. Yeah. And I feel like that's the same thing that is happening with this refugee process that is going on. They're being welcomed. Well, I shouldn't say welcomed. They're being introduced into a new country. And they're going to build themselves a nice life. They're going to, you know, have their families come. And then when they get stable again, they're not going to leave. Yeah. If they get that chance. How are you going to build a nice life when, like, look at Sweden, for for instance. Before the, this, this brand new form of the Arab Spring into Europe, okay? Sweden was the 
the most peaceful place of the West. Okay, it had the lowest crime rate of any Westernized civilization. Okay, now because because directly related through facts, through police reports, through investigative services, they are because of the migrant issue, is a refugee issue, the rape capital of the world. Yes. Okay. I completely agree with that. Okay. So how it's it's very hard to say these people want to build a nice life for themselves. Yeah. When the more that come in, the more crime is committed. Well, I agree with that and I feel like I strongly agree that there should be a better process at the borders that people have to go through to be welcomed or introduced like, uh, into a new country. Yeah. So then we can look at the yeah. end game too. Yeah. Like like I told you earlier, you know, the only people getting out of those war torn countries are the smartest and the strongest. Yeah. If those people leave the war torn countries, there's still victims left. You can't put every single person from the Middle East that's in refuge on a boat. On a boat and take them to Europe. Yeah. There's simply it's not, not enough jobs, there's not enough room, there's not enough houses, there's not enough places to live. You'll be stacking them on top of each other, and they'll be fighting over work. If they want to work. And then that's when the government has to come in and say, okay, anybody who can't find a job, eh, we're going to pay for you. And then it, everybody who's not looking for a job goes, oh, I don't have to look for a job anymore. They'll pay for me. So then, you know, subsequently, anybody who can't find a job gets government assistance. But anybody who doesn't want to look for a job can look very easily, we see this in our own country, like a person who can't find a job. There's a lot of people in our own nation right now that it doesn't come down to I can't find a job or for some reason I can't work. It's, hey... I can look like one of those people, knowing damn well I can find a fucking job down the street, but this way is much easier. Hey, the American dream, right? And see, 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 <laughs> I, I don't mean to cut you off. We all have different views of the American dream. Your view could be, you know, having a nice house. Not even a nice house. Having something that keeps you warm during the winter, cool during the summer. It could literally be a one floor one bath one bedroom apartment yeah or it could, his view could be unrealistic could be you know a mansion in the middle of nowhere it all depends on how you view what you want and you have to strive for what you want if you don't yeah. strive hard enough for what you want you won't get it the American dream was designed to say, whatever you want in life, we can offer it. It never said we're going to give it to you. You still have to work for it. But the opportunity to work for it and make it a reality is here. A lot of people got that mixed up along the way. They said, oh, the American dream. I can have what I want. And they said, give it to me. So that's I'm basically... not going to do a fucking thing. There's a lot of migrants in Europe right now that are destabilizing the economy alone for the simple fact that they went to Europe 
refuge or not, saying, hey, this place will give me money. And it's hard for somebody coming from a Muslim background. Yeah, no, okay, especially well no it is because you look at you look at the way that the like Middle East is broken up, okay? You've got Iraq, you've got Syria, you've got Afghanistan, Lebanon, okay, those places you work all fucking day and you're lucky to get out of that work with a few cents. A meal not even you talking like villages in, in Afghanistan that they work all day just to find food and water, you know. But then you've got places like Saudi Arabia, Kuwait, the United Arab Emirates, some of the richest places on in on the face of this earth. You're born in that country as a citizen, you automatically get a bank account that can buy you a fucking Lambo on your fucking 18th birthday, and you're automatically most times your your parents set your account up with their accountant. And they make sure that that money just increases in time. By the time you're 18, you've got a million dollars thrown at you. And you didn't have to do shit for it. And meanwhile, in Afghanistan, a kid grows up every single day. He has to make sure that he's got that that fucking goat completely skinned, you know, cut, ready to be thrown in the pot by 6 o'clock. Or he don't get to eat, you know. So it's hard for them to say, I'll work for something in a country that's supposed to be better than this when they see countries like that out of their own religion, out of what they would consider their own Muslim brothers and sisters, mainly brothers, um, and say yeah, yeah, I, they I, didn't have to work for shit. A whole yeah. country. You, it's like you and I looking at a, a trust fund kid, yeah. a silver spoon kid, you know, and saying, damn. I got my first job at 14, 15, yeah. you know, and this kid ain't got to do shit. He gets everything handed to him, and then when he turns 18, he gets his own trust fund account handed over to him, and he could buy a fucking badass house flat out. Now, See, think of that in the sense where that badass house is literally the size of a fucking mall, and those people aren't a community of people. It's a country and you're stuck skinning goats every day just to stay alive. See, that, that that's what pisses me off. So you look at it like this this past summer, I'd gotten a job. You know, I worked solid. I know it doesn't seem like a lot, but it does to me because I'm only 15 at the time. I worked solid 30-hour weeks, right? Well, yeah. And, I mean... that, But that's also the way it's supposed to be. That right there is the American dream. That, that was okay. my dream. I you know I got a job. I was making a solid um, thirteen fifteen an hour working in houses. Yeah, and, yeah. And I, it was a good trade to learn. Yeah. So I now you know. earn a value. You make yourself to this economy, to this society, more valuable. Yeah. And then when you do turn eighteen, your your birthright, your 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 eighteenth birthday present is guess what? You've been working for three years. You've been learning how the system works. You've been learning how the economy works. Now you get to go and do it full time, and you're going to be successful at it. And with that, you're going to be able to make maybe not every single thing you want come true, but enough to be happy. Yeah, you know. And 
like I said, it pisses me off that I work. And that's also another thing. The American dream, when you're talking about any dream, it's about what what it will take to make a person happy. And you know, I'm a CNC machinist, okay? Yeah. I make roughly $30,000 a year, okay? If the one thing that's going to make me happy is a fucking Lamborghini and the American dream isn't going to bring that to me because to lease a Lamborghini, it's like Lamborghini, brand new Lamborghini Huracan, you're looking at a $5,600 a month car payment just to fucking buy it through the bank. That's not considering the fucking probably damn near $1,000 a month of insurance that I would have to fork out. So if I'm thinking that that's what my American dream is, that Lamborghini Huracan, that car that is so way out of my financial league, I can't even see it in the fucking horizon, then obviously I'm going to think, first and foremost, well, the American dream doesn't work. Now, does the American dream not work, or am I just shooting just way out of fucking reality, you know? Yeah, I feel like at that point, I don't want to sound like a dick. You're shooting out of your reality. I am. Yeah. I would be. <laughs> so, first of all, who, if you need a Lamborghini, if that's the one thing you need in life to make you happy, you're they, worthless. Fucking cut tie now. Cut yeah. tie now. Fucking go on to the next dimension. See if you can get yeah. it there because that's that's not what the American dream promised you. It promised you enough to make sure that you'd be alive with enough to entertain you and yeah. bro, get on fucking Netflix get on YouTube you got all the entertainment you need bro. for fucking people like me I can save up enough money I can go down to Laguna Seca out in Los Angeles or not Los Angeles San Diego I think somewhere in California yeah. and I can pay like 300 bucks to drive a fucking Lamborghini around a track yeah. and guess what what I would want a Lamborghini for I couldn't do on the street. Not without getting a speeding ticket. Guess what? I could do it at Laguna Seca. Yeah. That'll let me open that bitch up. I'm hitting 206. Kekistan. Kekistan! I completely agree with you. 100% fully. And if that... Let me put it like this. The guy... The last one I asked for, I promise. The guy up the street could be living in a mansion... He could not be happy. One, because he has either A, no money, B, no family. But the person down the street, put this in perspective, like us right now, could be living in a house, two bedroom, two bath. Right? Yeah. So, and we're having a good old time right now. We're, you know, we're talking about... Nothing more that I want on the planet. Exactly. I want to trade this right here for a Lamborghini. Exactly. So... Given the opportunity to hang out with family, friends, and just have a good old time is better than the lonely guy up the street sitting in the kitchen eating a $100 steak by himself. Fuck you. This is a lot better than that. He is crying himself to sleep at night wishing he had what we had. Yeah. That's how I put it into perspective. Yeah. I mean, and, and if we want to break down happiness, there's so many. Dude, I don't even look for happiness anymore. God damn it. Like, Laundry. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> I ain't doing shit. Like, this is, this right here, for me, this is cream of the crop. You know, this is, this is, this is good shit. This is a good day. 
I think what the American dream should promise you isn't happiness. It should promise you you're, you're going to have more good days than you're not, as long as you're a reasonable individual. If you're a reasonable individual, then you're going to have more happy moments in your life than bad moments. If you work the American dream, but the American dream only works if you work it. You know? Yeah. And, you know, if you're going through life like the way we are right now, and you can take moments like this and go, guess what? I'm still not happy because I don't have a Lamborghini. Well, guess what? You're a fucking unreasonable individual. You're ungrateful. Yeah. Because, look at it this way. Some, we'll, we'll look at some people overseas. They, they're wondering where their next meal is coming from. They're not yeah. worrying about a Lamborghini coming to their house, being delivered in a, you know, a car truck, being unpackaged in that nice, you know, car cover that you get with it or whatever. They're not worrying about that. They're worrying about where their next meal is coming from. So if this, what we have right now does not satisfy you, you are ungrateful and you are an unreasonable individual, like you just Absolutely. said. And in the same sense, if Europe really wanted to help every single one of those people, they would acknowledge right now that they couldn't do it by a refugee program. 100%. Okay, a refugee program, you cannot take every single person in hardship in the Middle East. You're talking about the basically Islam. Which makes up a quarter... You're going to take literally a quarter of all of the human beings on the face of the planet, and you're going to put them in Europe? On mm -hmm. top of Europe? Europe is pretty small, too. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, yeah. If you take... If you take a... Uh, is Russia... Russia's part of Europe, isn't it? Yeah, is I would Russia think Is Russia considered Europe, or is it considered the fucking peak of Asia? S side note. If you look at Germany, Germany's no bigger than the... It's smaller than Texas, yeah. but it's no bigger than I think the, they said in class the state of Minnesota. Yeah, it's France. France is about the same size as Texas. Yeah, France and Germany smaller than France. Germany yeah. is considered city states because yeah. they're so small. Yeah. So if you look at that, you're trying to fit, like you said, maybe a quarter of the world. One point seven billion people into a country like that, and I'm not saying just Germany, but I'm saying. Countries like that. Yeah. There's con countries it's overseas not are not as big happen. as that. It yeah, can, it's, they're it, just not going to fit. It's not feasibly possible. The best way to do things, if if Europe really wanted to help the Middle East, because like we already established, the only ones that are able to escape that war zone are the smartest and the strongest. Yes. You take those people, you build them up, you give them the tools that they need to go back fix their own country, fix their own political, geopolitical, economic problems, yeah. and take the country back, you know, <clears throat> which they should want to do. If America was torn apart and I had to flee to Mexico as a refugee, the only thing on my mind I hope to God, and I can't say it in full wholehearted, heart, you know, hardship, like yeah. hardiness, because I haven't been in that position, but I hope in that position, the only thing that I would want is to be able to come back to America and fix it. Yeah, oh like, yeah. I would go to Mexico, and I'd be like, well, fuck this place, it's not America, I don't care how nice or how shitty it is, either way, fuck this place, it's not my home. Yeah. I'm here to 
regroup, regain a, a, a sense of a, a mentality that's going to allow me to come back and fix it and take it back. Yeah, and like the saying is, home is where the heart is. Yeah, and there is a difference between home and house. The, the 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 people that leave their birthplaces, yeah, you know, that are willing to just pack pack it up, leave, knowing that their neighbors probably ain't getting out. You know, their friends probably ain't getting out. Well, see, that, but that's, they're ready to leave it all behind. They're ready to just cut cut ties, jump shit, and go. And they want to just assimilate into another country. For the most part, no, I got it. what are those people straight back really like? To the left. You know, or, yeah. No, straight back to the right. I'm bad. What kind of people are they really? And if they can't take pride in their own particular homeland enough to say, I want to be able to get myself in a position where I can change the way these things are and take my homeland back and make it something that I can love and cherish, then how are they going to treat your house, your country, your state, knowing damn well they didn't give a fuck about the place they came from? If they don't give a fuck about the place they came from, they have no you, they they have given you no reason whatsoever to give a fuck about the place they're at now. It's imperative that we learn to bring in people who are smart, who are strong. We build them up, we make them smarter, we make them stronger. And then we send them on a mission. A mission that if they are as smart and as wrong and carry as much integrity as we are all supposed to believe will take this mission without blinking and they will go back they will fix their homeland they will rebuild their communities, their cities their states, their countries because it's important to them as it should be to anybody I think we're just going to chop it off right there yep this is your boy Ryan Flyers. Thank you, Minnie. Who's in the bathroom? Shutting down. We'll talk to y'all next time. Peace.